At this time of year, tender greens and plump tomatoes seem like forbidden hothouse luxuries. With winter well entrenched, it's time to focus on a few less glamorous but always reliable root vegetables. Rutabagas, for instance. Jesse Schenker, the chef of Reset on West 12th Street, is a big fan of the rutabaga, particularly during this time of year. He's here to talk about the homely but lovable root vegetable for this week's Last Chance Foods. Welcome to WNYC, Jesse. Thanks for having me. First, can you tell me how rutabagas differ from turnips or radishes? Well, a rutabaga is a little sweeter. A radish tends to be spicier. And turnips tend to have a bitterness as well. And a lot of times people confuse a rutabaga with a turnip. You know, in Sweden and in certain parts of the UK, they actually consider a rutabaga a turnip. Some will call it a Swedish turnip, but it's actually a completely different vegetable. But they both go in the dirt, so they're, <laughs> they're similar in that way. We spoke with Bill Maxwell of Maxwell's Farm in Changewater, New Jersey. He grows rutabagas. He says the ones you find later in the season may look different than those from earlier harvests. Here's why. They wax it so that it holds up on the shelf in storage. It doesn't lose moisture. I've seen that, that big, thick coating of wax. Is that going to affect the flavor at all? You know what? It really doesn't. It's going to preserve the rutabaga, and it's going to help from you know, the, the outside elements over time. But 99.9% of the time, you're going to peel that outside skin off, and you're really going to get that delicious flesh in the interior. So, We started off this segment by talking about rutabagas as being this homely, uh, unlovable root vegetable. It just seems to rate in second or third or fourth place behind potatoes. Right. What, to you, is the benefit of a rutabaga over a potato? What is the rutabaganess of a rutabaga that uh, you like working with? It's so underutilized, and maybe people are just afraid of it. I mean, the sound is kind of, it's like rutabaga, like, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? I mean, everybody uses potatoes for everything. Right. You could literally swap out any potato recipe with a rutabaga, and it would be even better. Even better in what way, though? What makes it better than a potato? So it's got this bright yellow color. From a chef standpoint, you know, having a restaurant and wanting to make things visually appealing, you put this bright yellow puree on the plate with a piece of delicious roasted fish and some, some bright vegetables, it's going to look a lot better than just a kind of a muted white. Most plates are white, so you have white on white. You know, why not a bright yellow on white? And it could be stained. So you could take the rutabaga and you can potentially, you know, stain them with a little bit of beet juice or a little bit of carrot juice or, you know, now your rutabaga's got a little uh, funky Grateful Dead tie-dye thing going on, <laughs> you know? <laughs> okay, so, so it's just, a color. Well, that's, that's one thing. That's definitely one thing. But I, I would say I would definitely just put the, the versatility as, as, the, as a whole, but color just falling under that category. And then the fact that they're so porous is great. It's one of those things that you can almost treat like a piece of uh, braised meat. You can roast it and braise it or braise it in whatever liquid you want or whatever flavors you want. And as you cool it in that liquid, it actually absorbs the flavor. It so stands up to braising. It, it won't it totally, fall apart. It, yeah, it stands up. It's a hearty vegetable. It what really, about raw? You can eat it raw. Yeah. Do you prepare it raw? Currently, no, but I have in the past. We do root vegetable salad. So we'll basically just peel it down, cut it into like, you know, little quarter-inch pieces and just slice it very thin on the mandolin. And you almost want to lightly pickle it. So a little bit of vinegar, a little bit of olive oil, some fresh herbs, maybe some crushed garlic, a little bit of spice. Let it sit, throw a jalapeno in there, and you're good to go. You get a nice, crunchy, healthy salad. What's your favorite way of eating rutabagas? What I do is I basically take some cauliflower, some broccoli, and some diced rutabaga. I blanch it in some salted boiling water. I toss it in some extra virgin olive oil, a little bit of sea salt, a little bit of fresh thyme, and I put it under the broiler. 
and that's it. The broiler for just a little finishing crispiness. Oh, it just gets a little crunchy on the outside and then that smooth, silky inside that just kind of glazes down your palate and just, it's amazing. It's amazing. It sounds great. I'm going to try it. Yeah. Jesse Schenker is the chef at Reset on West 12th Street in the West Village. Thanks so much for coming in today, Jesse. Thanks for having me. To learn more and to get a rutabaga recipe from Jesse as if he didn't offer a lot of them in our conversation, click on culture at WNYC.org. I also blog about food. Check it out under Amy's Food for Thought. This is WNYC. WNYC.